Welcome to another episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Green Roof Team. My name is Nelson Fernandez, and today we have Prem Rana joining us. Yo. <laughs> so on today's episode, Prem and I, we're going to be talking about the Green Roof Team LLC. Us being a business now and transitioning from doing several amazing projects at Southern Illinois, now into commercializing and comprising what we've been doing to create educational kits and other resources to help inspire the next generation to think more sustainably. So Prem, would you like to get us started off and tell Don a bit more about who you are? Yeah, so uh, as he said, my name is Prem Rana. Uh, I'm kind of a, one of the founding members of the Green Roof Team, one of the oldest ones. Um, and you know, we had a lot of great projects at SIU and we realized that we have like good momentum to um, kind of turn it into something cool. And so that's something I'm, uh, I have a strong hand in um, specifically with me, something I did on the Green Roof team was the autonomous irrigation system, which um, is something that turned out to be pretty, turned out pretty good. And it gives, uh, gave us a lot of ideas for things that we can hopefully execute on in the future. Some other cool tidbits about me, uh, I do, uh, do so, I do some music stuff and some product, uh, not product stuff, some marketing stuff. I'm a big marketing guy and uh, I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> I don't actually. Yeah. So, sometimes, sometimes it's fun to say that, but uh, no. Nice. Yeah, taking long walks on the beaches, get conversations going. Yeah, you know, that's that's where the idea juices flow. Cool. So talking about ideas, um, do you think we can talk more about like what inspired us, what inspired you for us to move and transition as a business? Yeah, um, so I guess what really inspired us to transition into a business, the for me personally, I, I think there's like a defining moment is when um, with the irrigation system, right? And I'll use the irrigation system as an example because that's where I, I had my hands deep in is um, kind of the irrigation system, the way it worked is it collected data through these three boxes and that box got sent to a Raspberry Pi, which is a, a small computer that can do um, a lot of cool things. And when, I was, when we were creating those boxes, we just had all these different small parts that were going together and I kind of realized that this would be a really good kit. It's really complex. And when I was putting it together, it looked really dangerous. Like you probably couldn't take it out of the plane. But um, with, a, with the right iteration and the right ideation for it, it could be something that, was, that could be cool. And that kind of seeded the idea of we could turn this into a product. Um, and so... That, that was something that was in the back of my head while we were developing the irrigation system. And as we developed other products like the, um, like the disaster wind turbine and the solar arrays that we put up on the roof, um, we, have a lot, we have all these different projects. And slowly but surely, I saw how what I was doing with you know, this kind of small box that could become a kit was not just limited to my product or to my project. It was on every project that we were doing. And so that's when conversations really started where, um, you know, this can go beyond what we're doing. This isn't just a senior design project anymore. It's something that we have a lot of potential to turn into something really cool. And I know personally, I learned a lot. I know a lot of our team members learned a lot. And 
education is something that's really big for both of us and teaching people is something that's pretty important. And we saw an opportunity to teach people through kind of the things that we made and have people learn through hands-on experience. And so that's kind of, that's kind of a big reason and a big reason why we uh, pivoted to, to a business beyond just being a, an idea on campus, I would say. And I couldn't agree more. Like with the irrigation system and anything in the Raspberry Pi microcontrol controller field, there's so many resources online, but they're all scattered. But instead with the project and the other projects we had going on, we comprised them, brought it all together. And we found that pretty useful. And I know I did too, in terms of being able to learn and understand what's going on technically. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then I know for myself, one project that we had going on that helped me use like on that business side was with the wind turbine, being able to design, manufacture, and be able to test out the efficiency and how well we can make small wind turbine blades. Because out right now in market, there isn't that one product where you can go about the entire design and manufacturing side. But instead, if you want a small wind turbine blade, you got to go and get a purchase from a company who does molding casting, where they can make it out of um, use plastic mode injection and be able to produce hundreds of them in a matter of minutes. So instead, finding that new niche area, that new customer base, and be able to connect them with the resources to fulfill the entire product manufacturing and production. See, and that's kind of that's another reason why we can pivot to business is, and this is this is more of a personal note, but. I like to do a lot of things by myself, not not necessarily alone, but like if it's possible for me to do it, then I want to do it. You know, I don't want to necessarily rely on a lot of other people. And obviously a team is important, but like, you know, with like products like this, it's like, well, these guys are doing this thing. So if we want to do something, then we have to wait on them to do it. And then maybe they're reliant on other people. So why don't we just do it ourselves? You know? And so that's kind of that was kind of another big reason why um, a shift to business was important, where we have these kind of niche ideas and you know to execute on them. Like with the we'll use the turbine as a perfect example, right? Where we had to rely on suppliers to um, give us the the generator, and um, we had to rely on people to paint the mounts and order the blades, and all those things are like custom built. They take time. They take resources and um you know that we have to give people the specs and all you know that also removes that kind of learning aspect or someone else is doing it for us so why not just we do it ourselves you know we get to learn how to do it and we get to do it in a way that works for us personally in a way that we think we could do better than anyone else uh, and that i think is kind of uh it's a core it's a core idea um or core motto motivation it's it's one of the core word it's a core it's something <laughs> that, that really permeates a lot of uh, the ideas that we have it's a good core value i'd say yeah that's um, the word like with the wind turbine project this past year since we're we were in year two um we had a good tower we had a good process we got installed that first year so in that second year the new folks became on the blades understanding the design principles seeing how blade and moment theorem, I believe, can be integrated into what we're doing. And that was the main focus of the mechanical team. So in the end, to be able to have the ability and opportunity to go about the entire design phase and seeing our designs actualize 
was incredible. And if you can help share that with others, that would help, I'd say, us give a part of what we've been doing to help create a greater impact. Yeah. Um, so one thing from you were talking about that made me think about something was um, the concept of like being, being able to have the ability to do something yourself. Have you ever heard about the maker culture that happened in the past like two decades? Like the maker revolution? Yeah. I've heard, I don't think I've heard of that term exactly, but I know what you're talking about where like you have these people, these DIYers is the best like or ex expression I can give. These people that really want that have these ideas and they're not like necessarily like new ideas, but they're ways, they're like, small innovations and ways to kind of improve um, one's personal life just through creation. Uh, at least that's my understanding of it. Yeah, and I feel like something like FDM printers that are now, I would say, super cheap routed to further again, um, Raspberry Pis, microcontrollers, that helps spread it even further along. The ability to be able to create in-house um, using common, well, equipment that are now be more common, to be able to see, visualize, and execute all in one place. So do you feel what we've been doing kind of co coincides with like the maker culture and being able to like help folks like actualize all in home. Yeah, absolutely. I think, that, you know, uh, a lot of what we're doing is stemmed heavily from the maker culture, um, specifically the irrigation system again, is like the prime maker culture example where we're using these kind of off the shelf parts and turning it into something bigger. It's like, the sum of uh, of all these things is greater than the individual parts. Um, I, I think in other projects too, that's that's definitely the case. And thinking about how these products are like these ideas are being turned into products um, per se, we're then now spreading that maker culture to other people. You know, where it's it's not like it's not like an iPhone. You know, where what you buy is what you get. It's it's like. There's a lot of ways to experiment with it. It's still very um, like open, open and like uh, a learning experience. I, that's the best way I could put it. But yeah, the, to really answer your question, I would say it's, it's I don't want to say it's contributing too heavily, but it's definitely spreading this maker culture. Um, yeah. So think about it now more on the business side and what and the brand we're building. Um, we want to talk a bit more about like how the logo, what it means, and that greater impact that it shows and represents. Yeah, so the logo, uh, I think the idea we had for it was we really want to combine, because you and me are engineers, a lot of our teams are engineers, or team members are engineers, and the Green Roof is obviously an agriculture um, project. It was uh, 10 years ago installed on the SIU College Agriculture Building. So it's very agricultural based. And so when we were kind of ideating the project and we were thinking of ways to spread the word, obviously we wanted some, some picture to really represent us and unify us. And we want something that combined engineering and agriculture. And so this, this was a, um, a logo that was presented to us and we really, it really kind of stuck out to us because when you look at the core, um, I guess like, the, the core parts of it, it looks a little bit like a smile, right? Like the leaves uh, are the eyes per se. Uh, you have your gear, which is like a smiley face. Uh, 
And so it, it's kind of simple, but it looks really, um, really welcoming. And it looks like there's room to grow with it. it you know, the, the plant there, it's not fully grown. It's just planted, just kind of like uh, where we are in our um, project as a whole, where we're just getting started and we're kind of growing. And, you know, as we move forward, that logo represents something more where it allows you, the, the user, the person who, um, you know, uses our products to, to grow uh, and to like, um, to grow, <laughs> yeah, to grow. Uh, but, but yeah, there, there's a lot of different sort of meanings that can be taken from the logo. That's just kind of one way I see it in relation to the business. And the way that I see it now, looking back at what we've been doing the past few years is more on that resiliency side of plants usually, they don't grow in um, years, but instead we're able to overcome different obstacles use our team members, use everyone's special skills, their backgrounds, and be able to find solutions and find the best way we can come together to be able to move forward. So in the face of obstacles and difficulty, we always come together like that plan and find a way to flourish together. Yeah, yeah that, definitely. And I mean, I, it, takes, it takes a little bit, like any plan, it takes a little bit of watering, takes a little bit of effort, but we'll get there. Uh, we're, we're just getting started. Yep, yep. So like the conversation you've been having about the business, um, looking down the road, do you have any big aspirations on what you see out of the business in the next maybe six to 12 months from now? So at six to 12 months, I think our business is more establishing itself. Uh, like we're going, we have a lot of work to do. Right. And so that's where the, the time period is spending is really doing researching, um, figuring out how we're going to spread our name and get ourselves out there and really start developing products. And um, so in six to 12 months, I can see our brand influence, you know, from a marketing perspective, because I'm the marketing guy um, for our brand influence, maybe not increasing too far. But really, internally, we're going to have like a big, a lot of cool things happening. And we're, we're going to be on the precipice of then after that 12 months um, into the 12, 24 months from now. Um, that's when we really hit the ground running. And um, that's when you'll see a lot of big, big moves out of us, I would say. Nice. I can agree more. Um, definitely starting a business, whole new ball game. Um, finding out all the new areas for more of like the finance side and I would say maybe the HR side, the logistics side, supply chain, um, and being able to understand all the steps outside of the actual engineering and manufacturing field. So ideally, I see us also in the nine, 12 month frame, being able to establish, have all of those processes figured out, automated, and we're just focused on now the cool stuff and be able to put out amazing products and content. Brian, as we finish up today, do you have any final words or closing words just to audience about us now transitioning as a business? Well, I think, you know, it's a pretty big deal for us. And for everyone listening, you know, at all the podcasts that you guys listen to, or maybe this is your first one, we can't thank you enough for your support. We're just getting started. We've done a lot of cool things. We're going to do a lot more cool things um 
just be patient with us because, again, as he said, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of new things for us. But that's what that's what makes it fun, and I know that you guys will see really cool things coming from us pretty soon. I would say um, we have a lot of ideas, and we can't wait to to show you all. Cool. Thank you, Prime, for coming on the show, and thank you for everyone for listening to our show. We got big things coming up from getting out merchandising, getting out new product kits, and then also having our internship programs continue. Um, so please go look in the description, give us a like and rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasting. And also visit our website if you want to learn more. And remember folks, stay sustainable.